You've heard of BetaShares. You've probably seen the logo on our podcast. You might even be among their 1 million investors. So you can imagine that I'm delighted to say BetaShares is the official ETF partner of the Australian Finance Podcast. With nearly 100 exchange-traded funds, you can go to betashares.com.au and immerse yourself in ETFs and unique insights covering all of the sectors, themes, core and satellite positions you could want. Think cybersecurity through the Hack ETF, robotics and AI with the RBTZ ETF, and uranium with the URNM ETF. The list goes on. To explore the BetaShares ETF range, visit betashares.com.au, read the relevant PDS and TMD on the website, and consider if the fund is right for you. BetaShares Capital Limited is the issuer. Is there a Spotify wrapped for investing? If you want to invest in shares or ETFs, our friends at Perla are more than one step ahead of the curve. On average, people who use Perla invest $1,750 every month. That's what we want to see, proper dollar cost averaging. With automated investing tools making your life simple, Perla investors have well and truly mastered the art of investing small bits lots of times. So if you're ready to start growing your net worth in 2024, follow the link in your Spotify or Apple podcast player right now to discover how you can get started today. Hey there, here's a quick note. This podcast contains general financial advice only. That means it's not specific to you, your needs, goals, or objectives. So don't act on the information until you've spoken with your financial advisor. You'll find our full disclosure, disclaimer, and link to our financial services guide in the show notes. Hello, I'm Kate Campbell. And I'm Owen Rask. And you're listening to the Australian Finance Podcast. A podcast where we talk about money, finance, investing, and all that good stuff. We're helping you invest your time and money better one podcast episode at a time. Yes, so please subscribe if you like the series. And don't forget you can find us on social media. We're on all the platforms. Kate, where can people go? You can find us on Instagram and Twitter at Rask Australia. That's R-A-S-K Australia. Mm -hmm. And I'm Owen Rask on Twitter or Owen Rask AU on Instagram. Beware the imitators. People like to copy us. Without further ado, let's jump in to today's episode. Kate, welcome to this episode of the Australian Finance Podcast. It is wonderful to be back for another episode in our summer series. It is indeed. Queenie, welcome to the show. Hello. Thank you so much for having me. It is your debut on the podcast. I know. I can't believe it. We're here. We're in Melbourne. It's great. Yeah. Recording in the studio. I know. It's so nice to see you in person because I feel like I, I've known you for so long, but I've never actually met you. So it's nice to see you in person. Yeah. Strange thing about the internet, isn't it? You can get to know someone from afar. Like I've seen all your money saving tips on Instagram. Yeah. yeah. You've got quite a few. I do. I do. And we're going to go through them in this episode. Yeah. Um, does, it, does anyone ever come up to you and say, hey, I know you? Does that ever happen? Yeah, it actually does. Like, um, So I went on a round the world trip. And when we were traveling, like no one really knew me, maybe just one person in Singapore. And I was like, wow, that's cool. And then when coming back, it was like almost every day people would recognize me. Like I go to a cafe and then the barista would be like, oh, I know you. And it's, it's quite cool, actually. I still get like weirded out by it because I'm like, oh, no, like, how do I look? Like, do I look different? Do I seem different? Like, Do I seem professional enough? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Do, you ever th- do you ever get like... Not worried, but do you ever get like nervous when someone meets you or you're like, oh, I need to make a good impression or something like that? Oh, yeah, all the time. I'm just like, I get nervous and I'm like, oh, it is like the real queenie as good as the online queenie? I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> 
No, that's great. Um, Kate and I keep a low profile behind the mic, so it's, uh, it's a bit easier for us to just... Hey, how do you feel when it happens? It hasn't happened much, so it's perfect. Yeah. Unless you're actually at a finance event, but then you're prepared for it. Yeah, so that's mm. good. But also the, the cap, Sunny's face mask, <laughs> <laughs> you can cover it up pretty good. Yeah, people cannot recognize me, including my own family in public mm. usually, so it, yeah. it's okay. All that army training coming to yeah, just coming into um, effect. Yeah, bit of cam and con. It's because of all the paparazzi outside your place. You're yeah, like, yeah, you yeah. blue blood. Queenie, yeah. I mean, money-saving tips are big news in 2023, yeah. haven't you heard? And, yeah, today we were going to share at least seven at least different money-saving tips because cost of living has impacted pretty much everyone during the past 12 months. And I think everyone can find one or two ways to save a little bit more money on mm. their budget this year, um, we did quite a few episodes in the past year on savings accounts, term deposits, different ways to cut some of those living costs down. So it's a good way today to just refresh and think about how am I going to save a little bit more money this year if my mortgage repayments have gone up, maybe my grocery bills have gone up. I need to find a little bit more room in my budget because potentially my income hasn't gone up. Mm. Yeah, it's, uh, it's always good just to check in beginning of the year to check in and see what we can save on. Uh, as we know, the more you save, the more you keep So or invest. So um, this is going to be a bit of fun. Maybe what we'll do is we'll just go through each category one at a time and we'll talk about that back and forth between the three of us. Sound good? Yeah. What's Sounds first? good. So one of the biggest parts of most people's budgets is either their rent or yep. their mortgage repayments. So that is a big cost for a lot of people. And for many people, it's probably increased in the past 12 months. Absolutely. You own a house, right? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Um, did you shop around when you got your mortgage? I did. Yeah. So um, I think most people, when they are getting a mortgage, the first thought is, I'm just going, going to go with my current bank or I'm going to go with one of the big banks. Mm. But what I did and what my partner did when we were getting our mortgage was you we were looking around at different um, banks to get a mortgage because when you think about it, when you take out a mortgage, the bank is the one that's taking the risk. You're not necessarily taking on the risk. Whereas when you have a savings account, you're sort of the one taking on the risk because um, it's your money that you're putting into the bank and you trust the bank to keep your money. Whereas when it's a mortgage, it's the other way around. So, um, yeah, we got a pretty good uh, interest rate on our mortgage and we're happy with our provider. But it is worth it to shop around because you can even get um, – usually they, they do like these cash um, – Cash rewards, what are they? yeah, rewards. If you switch your mortgage, and sometimes mm. you can even save a bit of money there as well. Yeah, yeah. What about yeah. you, Kate? Well, I have not refinanced yet because it hasn't been twelve months. Um, yeah. yeah, so I'm thinking that might be a good time that I sit down and review my the, at least a variable part mm. of my loan and see where that's at because most of it is fixed at the moment. Mm. So. I'm just making sure I utilize my offset account this year. I'm going to try and build up my cash buffer a little bit more um, because it's been expensive last few months paying for a European trip. So I've got to build that uh, offset back up a little bit more again. Yeah. yeah. You don't actually have to refinance to get a better rate. We actually had one uh, listener write into us a couple of months ago who said, thanks, Legends. I'm pretty sure that was the language used. Thanks, Legends. You saved me 400 bucks a month just by calling the bank saying, hey, you know, I want a better rate or I'm going to switch. You know, I can go anywhere. And they that's what they did. And they knocked off about, I think it was about 0.5% off their mortgage. So, mm. that's a huge amount. When you think about that, we've had so many interest rate increases. That's like rewinding back the interest rate increases by two because they normally go in 0.25. So, mm. yeah, I think just calling 
mm-hmm. and just saying, hey, um, this is what's, you know, this is what I can do. I'm going to walk unless you, you, you negotiate. Um, and if you go see a mortgage broker, the key thing to keep in mind when you do that is there's a discount of the standard variable rate. So that might be a bit of gobbledygook. What it means is <clears throat> if you, when you get a loan, there's normally like the, the rate that you see on the website, which says like, say, 4.99%. And then there's normally an advertised offer that would be like, you know, X discount off the standard variable rate. What people don't realize is that actually stays with you for the life of the loan. So that's not just for a little bit of time. That's for a long time. Um, so a mortgage broker can actually help you negotiate for a very long time. Um, but you, contrary to what some people might say, you don't need to refinance to get a better rate. It's actually, you can just, oftentimes you can just call them and bargain with them. So that would be my tip. And then for renters, one of the things that makes renting really hard is the constant like churn. You're constantly like worried is the landlord going to say, you know, that's it. I'm going to sell the house or blah, blah, blah. You need to move out. You can go to your landlord. You can be proactive. Go to them and say, hey, I'm super keen on being here. I've been a good tenant. Would you be willing to accept 18-month or two-year leases? Because it's up to them. At the end of the day, they can do that if you offer that to, to them. Uh, because what's important, right, is that locks in your mortgage rate. So with interest rates going up, eventually most landlords will push that through to their tenants to try and protect themselves. So if you get out in front of that and you offer a longer-term rental contract, you can actually save money. Yeah, Mm -hmm. I've also seen people in the past reduce their rent slightly by either organising to take the bins out for the the block of units, uh, mowing lawns for the owners, doing some repairs or things like that. So potentially there's ways to negotiate a slightly lower rent depending on your arrangement. Yeah, yeah, potentially. Mm. So it it can be more flexible than people imagine. Mm. So it's worth just asking the question for sure. That's pretty much, that's that's the big rock on our list, I would say, is like where you live. But there are plenty of other ways to save. Yeah. Another big area is transport. I know that's been uh, a big thing in my budget. Even without a car, the, ty- the amount you add up with public transport and Ubers going places that you can't go without public transport. Um, have you got any tips on saving on transport this year? Yeah. I would say public transport is generally my go-to because I think it's it's quite cheap, it's efficient, you know approximately what time you can get to your destination and it's also more eco-friendly as well. Um, I would also say if you are planning on buying a car, it is a good idea to keep an open mind because as we know the used car market has also increased quite a lot over the years so it is important to compare different options and see what works right for you because I don't think there is one size fits all when it comes to purchasing a car or yeah transport in general. What about you guys? I'm curious. Uh, yeah, well, if you can live with one car, that's better than two. And if you can live with two, that's better than three uh, because cars are typically the probably the third biggest Does expense. anyone have three cars in their oh, household? Oh, yeah. Like my uh, my stepdad, if you're listening to this, Colin, eyes on you, buddy. Uh, he's got he's <laughs> How got can you possibly cars. use all three at once? <laughs> wow. That's a question, isn't it? One leg in each one. No, no. <laughs> he, um, yeah, it's, like, he's, it's more of a, like a lifestyle thing for him. Like he's got mm. like the the car that he drives on weekends and whatever. Oh, so it's well, a more of a hobby yeah, activity. Yeah, hmm. he builds, rebuilds cars and whatever. So if you want to give me that car, Colin, let me know. Uh, anyway, so <laughs> um, simple ways to save. We talked about like the fuel app where you can lock in fuel. Um, yeah, the 7-Eleven app was 7-11. quite popular mm. with our audience. Yeah, and you can get Virgin Velocity points if you 
sign up within a certain time. Uh, and you mentioned Queenie there that like, you know what time you're going to get to your destination. I feel like Sydney, like it's spoken like someone from Sydney. <laughs> if you're in Victoria, <laughs> yeah. you're like, yeah, it's going to be late by a long way. But um, you're, you're true, right? Like it can, it can really get you to where you need to go and just keeping an open mind. There was a thing for Victorians um, in the last election. Basically, every government promised a cap public transport fees at like one or two dollars, which is down from like, what is it, like 15 bucks to take the train into the city? Oh, it's about nine dollars for is that the what day. It is? Oh, maybe I'm thinking tolls. Yeah. So, the, like that's going to be a bit of a game changer for a lot of people too. So If we see it. If we see it. Mm. Yeah. Promises are the cheapest form of a guarantee, right? <laughs> so, yeah. So, that's, that's great. What about, Kate, how do you get by without a car? Uh, having friends that like to drive cars where you can pay them in food or coffee is it's a great money-saving tip. And siblings and Still waiting family for that members. <laughs> <laughs> so that is that is one tip. Um, Uber's being quite useful. I mean, I, yeah. I spoke to my sister and asked her how much she spent between Rego and insurance and getting new tyres or whatever cars need. Yep. Um, and it was quite a few thousand dollars. So I was like, oh, I've definitely spent less than that on Ubers and public transport in the last year. Mm. So I think I'm mm. doing okay. Mm. I think I, I think I've quoted this on the podcast, but I once did a bit of a study on a, a Holden Commodore. They don't make them in Australia anymore, but a Holden Commodore that cost twenty five grand. And if you own that for the full, I think it was five years or seven years, it would cost you seventy five thousand dollars, even if it cost you twenty five k to buy it. So it gives you an idea of how much cost is embedded in these things without you even realizing. Mm-hmm. how expensive transport can be. So um, I guess one of the takeaways there is that it's actually called depreciation, which sounds like a nerdy accounting term, which it is, but that's okay. What it means is like the value of something falling over time and cars are one of the worst for that. So uh, the way you can neutralize that is actually buy cars that are two or three years old already that might still have a little bit of warranty. That tends to be the sweet spot for getting rid of that. Yeah. I've got another one to add. So- um, Recently purchased an EV, a Tesla. Actually, my Ooh. first new car that I've bought, our last car. Oh my gosh, it was twenty years old. We sold it for a thousand dollars to a scrap metal place because the person <laughs> that we wanted to sell it to, um, he fixes broken down cars. He got in the car, and there were so many issues. He was like, "I'm sorry, I can't buy this car. There are too many There's issues." No hope. Yeah, there were too many issues. So that was our last car. It had a great run, but. Yeah, it was time for an upgrade. But something that got us over the line when purchasing an EV was there's this calculator that you can use. It's a total cost of ownership calculator. It's from the New South Wales government, but I assume the numbers would be similar in Victoria as well. So you can go on that and you can compare the total cost of ownership of an EV versus a petrol car. And especially if you are looking to purchase, you know, a more expensive car, EVs can actually make sense in the long term because you do have that fuel saving because you'll be charging your car instead of buying fuel. And then also, um, generally, they they don't expect EVs to depreciate as much as petrol cars because the world is kind of moving towards more EV cars. So something to keep in mind if you are in the market. Cool. I like Mm. it. I'd love to get one. I think I'll get a Tesla when it starts driving me without me having to drive. (laughs) (laughs) Um, I'll avoid driving as long as I can at all. Well, we'll we'll find a link to that and we'll put it in the show notes. Um, yeah. One of the big reasons that EVs are more efficient is because they um, they don't have a combustion engine, which consumes a lot of parts, so they don't need as much servicing as well, which mm. is really cool. Yes. Kate, engineering. Who go. would have thought about that? <laughs> <huh>? <laughs> the more you know. The more you know. All Put right. that in the memory palace. Yep. Another Continuing big on. category that 
I don't know, it seems to impact me a lot, is yep. the cost of food. And that's from my weekly coal shop to if I get a meal box to additional trips to the grocery when I run out of milk. Like, it just seems to add up a lot. Yep. Like, cooking for yourself's not fun. What? Maybe. Well, for me. I don't find it a fun then you, activity. You don't have anyone to please. You can cook whatever you want. <laughs> just mashed potato all the time. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Do you have any favourite meals, Queenie? Ooh, I love potatoes. I love all types of potatoes. They're the best. <laughs> what about you? What's in any form. Meal? <laughs> yeah. um, well, I got in trouble for putting a for saying a recipe that you can make for a few dollars on the show. That's because people didn't believe you could make it for two dollars per serve. Which was like it what had pine it? nuts in it. It was like a pumpkin salad. It's like pumpkin, it's spinach leaves, and you put a bit of feta. And then I said pine nuts, and that's when everyone was like, hold on a second. Pine nuts <laughs> so going. expensive. You could do walnuts, sub it for walnuts oh, yeah, instead. Walnuts. Yeah, yeah, chop yeah. it up. But I mean, Owen didn't see how many pine nuts he put on. Yeah, so you only it could put one and a half like on each salad. So <laughs> so like Just get one pine nut, <laughs> yeah. if you dice chop it, it into a dust. But <laughs> <laughs> I mean, technically, the pine nut bag would last forever and it would yeah. be cost effective. <laughs> yeah. Now, but, so I guess there's some really simple ways to save, right? Yeah. I mean, this year, uh, like in the past year, I've been buying meat in bulk. So when I saw sausages or things or steaks when they were two for 10 or things like that, I'd get a couple and then put them in the freezer. So that was quite helpful. And my biggest tip from last year was buying a meat thermometer, which was a great addition to the kitchen. Mm. Who cooks in your household, Queenie? You or Pablo? We both cook, actually. Ooh. We both cook together. Aww. So it's quite nice. Yeah. Nice. Um, yeah. So what we usually... Oh, my gosh. I found the best hack the other day. Mm. You guys are going to love it because <laughs> okay. I didn't know about it before. So Coles does this thing called rain checks. And essentially what happens is if you see something that's on sale, something that you usually buy, let's say you buy almond milk and it's on sale, it's really cheap. And it's so cheap that it's completely sold out and you're like, damn, I run out of the almond milk. That's a great price. Mm. You can ask the staff for a rain check. And so they'll they'll write down this little on this little slip of paper what you're looking to buy, the price that it's on sale for. And then the next time it's in stock, you can actually bring in that little slip of paper and then buy it for that discounted price. So that's a good hack if wow. you, yeah, if something's run out and you need to get something on sale. I feel like that's kind of an insider knowledge tip. Yeah, it's a good tip, hey? Yeah. Um, somebody DM'd me about it and I tried it and it actually works. So hmm. the more you know. What did you use it on, if you remember? It was almond milk. Yeah, cool. I like it. Yeah, another one I've got is freezing bread. I usually can't get for a whole loaf in a week, and so it goes moldy after about seven days, I've discovered. So mm. put it in the freezer and just take out slices as you need them is quite good. And yeah. you can toast it, and it tastes the same. Mm. Yeah. I've got that freezer frozen button what on my toaster. What can't you freeze? I think that's the question. Mm. I don't know. Sometimes I've had prepackaged meals before, and they said don't freeze. So yeah, right. Mm. I, I, got this, I get the super low-carb bread. Bad. Huh? What is? Don't unfreeze ham and eat it. It's Don't a bit watery ham. and milk. Mm. Mm. Why would you freeze? <laughs> 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 you got to try everything <laughs> once. Go here, I guess. Some things I feel frozen like I don't milk. need to. I've had frozen yogurt before. <laughs> oh. oh, yeah. Yeah, okay. That makes sense. So, theoretically. Mm. Froggit, isn't that like a whole thing? Yeah. I'm not talking froyo. I'm just talking like putting yogurt into small tubs and then having that as a dessert in the summer. Mm. Oh. That sounds quite yeah, good, That's cheaper actually. than going to froyo. Yeah. You know a really cool little hack that you can do? Because uh, this is just something really simple to stop you overspending is 
you can use if you're on an Android. Oh my god! If you're on an Android, you can be like, okay, Google or whatever the jingle is, add milk to my shopping list. Or you do the same thing for Siri. Siri does it uh, just as well. And then when you get there, it's all done in a shopping list. You say add it to the shopping list. Otherwise, it just creates another random note uh, in your phone. So you can use that. It's really easy. If you're just walking around the kitchen, you know, instead of having the, uh, some people have like at home, they have like the whiteboard on the fridge or on the pantry. Mm-hmm. You don't need to do that anymore. You can just say, hey, you don't Google whatever it is. I don't. Or you could just mm-hmm. open your reminders go. app and add a list. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But that requires using your fingers. Oh, mm-hmm. So that's, a, that's tough. Yeah. Yeah. But definitely than, having a list before you go to the supermarket oh, in general yeah. though. Yeah. It's good. But other than that, like Queenie, we know that you purchased a coffee machine, which is a big way to save as well. Yes. Oh, I will tell anyone that listens, buy a coffee machine. If you buy coffees frequently, it will save you a lot of money. And it's it's a big upfront cost. When I first bought it, I was like... Because <gasps> you weren't just oh buying gosh. an espresso machine. You were buying a legit coffee machine. A legit coffee machine. Like it has like the little basket and it has a grinder. So you literally like... Like a Breville or something. Yeah. Oh, but it's amazing. I've had it for... Actually, I think it's maybe like six to seven years now. Bought it for $700, which is a lot of money at the time. I was like, oh, my gosh, I don't know how I feel about this. And now I'm like, man, cost per use would be so low right now. It would be like, I don't know what the cost per use would be. Probably be like five cents per day. <laughs> Pretty good, <laughs> hey? And then the coffee itself, um, I added it up once. I think it only costs about, yeah, from 50 to 80 cents. And only because I buy the more expensive, like, oat milks and stuff. So, mm-hmm. yeah, you can save quite a lot of money. Do you just get your beans from the supermarket or somewhere fancy? I get fancy beans too. So that's that's a good way to save money. Yeah. Do you have a coffee machine? Oh, I've just got the, the little Nespresso machine with the pods. Oh. I don't think that reduces fancy. my <laughs> coffee budget though at all. Oh, yeah. yeah. It's on top, I think. Yeah, I've uh, yeah I've got a DeLonghi at home. Ooh. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, um, I, I can I can say that I did not pay for this. A mate who may be listening, I used to work for DeLonghi, throwing him in the deep end here, <laughs> <laughs> and he gave me a machine uh, in exchange for using all my snowboard equipment. <laughs> so so I took a, gave him all my gear, and he's like, "Yeah, no, you can just keep a coffee machine." I'm Ooh. like, "Oh, sweet, okay, cool." Uh, but I still have a coffee addiction outside of home. So fair to say, when I come into the city, I spend way too much hasn't stopped me. I feel like that's a good idea, though, just switching. If you don't need one piece of gear or equipment in your life and someone else doesn't need something else, you could switch. Oh, yeah, 100%. Like, snowboard like gear, it's like 200 bucks a day. It's a, it's a joke. So, like, if there was, like, four of them going, that's, like, a lot of money mm. that you can save. It's, like, just repurpose it. A lot of people buy those things, like a waffle machine. They use it once or twice. It's not that fun anymore. So, you may as well swap with someone else's popcorn machine. Mm, exactly. Popcorn machine. Well, maybe Genius. you could do, like, a... A little group where you all like buy one thing and then you swap it. Like you know how like Breville yeah. make all those random things, like the cupcake maker, yeah. and, like the pie maker <laughs> and the crepe maker. Yeah, yeah, they do that. Um, I would also say just on this is like the actually making your meals, like prep meals, is so such a good way to save money. Um, Sunday Arvo, cook like a huge thing of pasta that you can have for dinner that night or whatever you're having. Like w- the superfood lentils, you can make anything out of. You can make pasta tacos, whatever you want. Did you say pasta tacos? Well, I meant like there was a comma there. So there was a comma in between pasta, tacos, and then I was going to say something else, but it didn't work. So, pasta tacos. If someone makes pasta tacos, can you please send us a photo and uh, rate it out of 10 and we'll give it a crack. Um, Anyway, um, who knows what 2023 holds? Okay. mm. Saving money Mm. on entertainment is the next bucket, Queenie. What would you do if you were wanting to be entertained? How would you save money? 
Oh, okay. So I would say if you want to see your friends and everyone's like, hey, yeah, let's go out to a restaurant and do drinks, you know, maybe a cheaper alternative would be to go to someone's place and everyone brings in a, a bit of food, a bit of drinks, cheese, snacks, board games, whatever, and then you can have a night in at home. It's cheap. It's a lot more. I, I personally love like nights in at home. I yeah, have so much so fun. Yeah, they are. It's like nice. Mm-hmm. You get to talk. It's like just, you know, your friends that you want to see. And uh, yeah, that's what I would do. Cool. So night in a home and yeah, make the most of it. Yeah. And even better, you host, you come up with the idea and you don't have to drive home. So exactly. Yeah. <laughs> You're good to I wonder go. why that makes sense for you, Kate. <laughs> Saves on Ubers. Yeah. yeah so exactly. I think you come up with the idea and you host and you delegate all the different food and yeah. beverages and cheese to everyone. That makes sense. And uh, you, you pay you, for the Netflix. You've got some dishes and you've got to organize a yeah. bit, but you don't have to drive home. That's yeah. perfect. That's great. Mm-hmm. Like it. Even better. <laughs> what else, Kate? What else is what's on? What, how would you save on entertainment? Oh, well, obviously listening to the podcast because it's free entertainment <laughs> oh, during well, the year. Yes, it is. Um, but nice plug, by the way. Oh yeah, I yeah. don't usually plug yeah, it. Yeah, that's but- that's this is going to be like blue moon. <laughs> Go outside and check. Actually, um, I, well, my strategy recently has been only one streaming platform at a time and having regular thirty day bans, which has saved quite a like lot a of money. Detox. Mm. Yeah, so I had three different detoxes last year of thirty days. What so- were they? Like of of TV? Yeah, of TV. Oh, wow. Yeah, no TV, no movies. Is it a no detox s- then? I don't know. What else would you call it? Just going know. back to normal where you read a book maybe? before the world of the internet. <laughs> yeah, true. Yeah. Yeah, true. I was reading books. I wasn't just sitting <laughs> staring at the ceiling. <laughs> Do I still make those? Okay. Uh, yes. <laughs> um, yeah, so just – and also when you sign up for a streaming platform, you can just cancel it straight away. So you've got it for 30 days and it won't auto-renew. So you can control things you a bit like, more. Do you a different email mm. address for that? No. Oh. You just subscribe. It takes the money. You cancel. You've got it for the 30 days. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, cool. Yeah, and you can do that with quite a few services because you'll, you'll pay. They won't. They'll leave you the length of time you've subscribed for and then it will stop auto-renewing. Yeah. And I think that's – and even if it doesn't offer that kind of thing, write to the firm and say, can you turn off auto-renew so you can control that a little bit more and when mm. you resubscribe because mm. you might not need it immediately. Yeah. Mm. What's your favourite streaming service? Hmm. I think Netflix or Disney Plus. They're both really good. What about you guys? What, mm. what do you like? I feel like? like Disney has a special place in my heart. Yeah, true. Yeah. But Netflix is pretty reliable for something there. Yeah, true. Sorry, Stan. Um, Binge you can't download yeah. offline, so. You mm. can't. I realized that the other day when I was trying to watch The Walking Dead on the plane. I was devastated. Mm. It's like, what is this? Mm. Um, yeah. good shows, though. Yeah. Binge, yeah. 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 Others, the other platforms are like one-hit wonders. Like Apple has like the Night Manager, which was like amazing. But like other than that, yeah, I would have to say Disney. Yeah. It's got the movies and the series, mm. which is super cool. It's also got Deadpool, which is quite nice. Hey, Monique, off camera here. What does it cost to go to a gig in Melbourne or anywhere, roughly? Like how much would you expect to pay if you were paying? 80 dollars. Okay, that's more expensive than I thought. <laughs> Scrap that idea. <laughs> local artist, yeah, like a local artist. Like you go into the pub or something like that. Someone that doesn't bucks. have a following. Yeah, like twenty bucks. That's yeah. pretty good. That's great entertainment. So mm-hmm. that's another way to save. Well, a lot of and, pubs have and support free your... musicians too, just performing. Yeah, that's mm-hmm. it. Or well, you can go to trivia night, which is free mm-hmm. at, at your local. That's another good one. So and these are like some easy ways to get entertainment. And other websites where you can buy very low cost, last minute theater yeah, tickets. For musicals, mm. if anyone wants to see a musical this year, there's a few good ones coming mm. to Melbourne, well, including Wicked and and Juliet. Ooh. Wowzers. I don't know. 
Wow. You might want to see, but like concerts, I do want to go see comedy, the orchestra. Sport. I just feel like that would be quite a spectacle. The MSO often has discounted tickets because they what might need mean? a Melbourne Symphony Orchestra. Okay, right, cool. There you go. So cultured. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you can also <laughs> see the ballet. You want to see the ballet this year? There you go. I would happily go and see these things. But yeah. if they didn't cost the earth, like what is it? Like I've, I feel like something like that's too schmancy for me. No, a lot of them have real restricted tickets, which just might mean you're quite high up. There's like a pole in front of you so you can't see the screen. It's or not always a like pole this. in front of you. It might mean <laughs> the like one side of the state is slightly obstructed because you're on, sitting on an angle viewing it down. Yeah, right. So, okay. Which what is, is fine. Like one of those like little boxes thing, that box things up on the side that you know we're like, the Prime Minister sits? Yeah, the boxes are quite cheap. Oh, really? Yeah, the boxes at the Art Centre. I got Phantom of the Opera tickets for about $60 in huh. a box. Because wow. they're, they're seen as cheaper than a round view. of drinks at anywhere mm. in anywhere. You, miss, you can't see the side of the stage in the boxes. So did, res- you, yeah. did you have one of those like spectacle things where you're like, <laughs> yeah. like, Pull it out your pocket, fancy, like yeah. <laughs> no, but uh, some people I know have done that. Oh, so next level, if you really okay. want to see the action. Mm. Yeah, okay, that's good. So Binoculars. This, like live entertainment like is really good value because it normally goes for a few hours. Um, you can just pick up on these things if you just you know look at keep a lookout on social media, follow some artists yeah, and or whatever. Comedy festivals in most states, like yeah. there's plenty out there. You just kind of have to start looking for it or subscribing to websites that notify you of upcoming events for local artists and things like that. Yeah, bushwalks, fishing, these are all things that are done really cheap because you take advantage of nature. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, finding low-cost hobbies or hobbies hobbies that don't cost you anything, like hiking. Yeah, yeah. Other than mm. energy, which is quite hard to, to find there. these days. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, burger slash picnics with friends in the park. I see you got this in the notes, Kate. Yeah. Well, I thought we kind of covered that with the um, the, the movie the night, night with in. friends. Mm. But night in. If it's a, a warmer summer evening, you can use one of those barbecues in the local park. Mm. The ones that you wonder, when was the last time that got properly cleaned? Mm-hmm. But <laughs> they're great. And uh, you can have a picnic in the park and everyone can bring something. So they're a lot it's of fun. such a great way to do it, yeah. Mm, good idea. Um, when was the last time either of you went to the cinema? Maybe a month ago or oh, wow. so. Yeah, but you can actually get cheap tickets, I think. Yeah. Um, there used to be a thing at... I don't know if this is like a thing anymore, like tight ass Tuesdays. Um, <laughs> <laughs> the next nodding, yes. Yes, there is. Yes. Yeah. Success. Yeah. There you go. You There's something. Be, and now we just need a movie to Telstra? go Telstra. <laughs> Telstra tickets and things you can oh, get yeah. cheaper mm. tickets. Yeah, yeah there are true. some like members, maybe with your insurance as well. Like yeah. there are some insurance RACB providers that have that. that yeah. yeah. Hoyt's had the free membership. You get a lot cheaper. Yeah. I mean, mm. I haven't been to the cinemas since Spider-Man. Yeah, I think if you're it's like, is it Optus and Hoyts and Village and Telstra or something? It's like a, anyway, I'm yeah. probably just making that up. If probably. you start Googling, you will <laughs> right find into us and let us tickets. know how wrong we are. Yeah, cool. Well, that's entertainment. Plenty of ways to save some time off over summer. Um, Sun Smart policy applies, of course. Saving money on bills, Kate. Yes. So do you have bills? I do. They yeah. seem to add up. Wow. More than I expected. Yep. How do you solve that problem? Because I have to pay hot water and cold water and electricity and gas and NBN and phone bill. But anyway, all of those big bills. Being an adult. Yes, being an adult is fun. But those big bills are all things that you can uh, renegotiate or look for better options, at least on an annual basis. So there's Mm. always different offers coming into market, especially for NBN and phone plans. There's always you get rewarded for switching, not for being loyal. Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah, 
loyalty tax. That for took sure. you a while to get your head around. I was like, there was like three cogs that had to move for me to then connect <laughs> and be like, oh yes, now I know what yeah. she's talking about. So I think this year, maybe in the next few months, I'll do sort of an annual review of all of these big expenses and uh, I'll let everyone know how I go in a Money and Chill episode. Yeah. Mm, yeah. Good idea. What about you, Queenie? How, did you, how do you save on bills? Yeah, I would say, especially with phone plans, what I see a lot of people doing is like getting an unlimited plan which is great if you use like a crazy amount of data. But I think for a lot of people, they usually don't use um, that much data that they think they do. So it might be worth actually looking at what your data consumption is every month and then getting a plan that, you know, is more aligned with that. And you could probably save, I don't know, maybe 20 bucks a month and it all adds up at the end of the day, right? Mm -hmm. Absolutely. Even things like Amazim, pretty sure they still do that, Um, like the Aldi Sim, that's super cost-effective if you are uh, that way inclined. And in particular, you can just switch on your Wi-Fi when you get home, like on your phone, right? Mm-hmm. You don't have to use that much bandwidth when you're out. Just pre- like de- Don't download your binge uh, series because you won't be able to do that, but maybe you can download other things before you <laughs> jump on the commute to work. So um, binge yeah. if you're listening. Uh, user yeah, you, you download your podcast when you're connected to your internet at home. Yeah. You do your heavy streaming downloads Unless you're on a home. Starlink, which I figured out is quite annoying. Because it's like the waits for the satellite yeah. to go over, and then you you're paid like so much extra for this like, fancy ding! thing, and then you have to wait five seconds, and it comes back again. Anyway, get a Starlink; mm. they're great. Um, so, other than that, you can actually look to save by, um, yeah, annually reviewing these things. Like health insurance is a, is a real big one. There may be things that you don't need anymore, like if you have pregnancy cover or if you don't need certain things. Now, life insurance, which is often held inside super, it's a great way to save that instead of paying outside of super. Just be mindful of any of the kind of um, exclusions or waiting periods before you do anything with with insurance. Uh, but inside super, there's actually income protection. And one of the easiest ways to save on income protection is firstly, like do a review of the like the insurance guide, but you can extend the waiting period. Uh, that's whether it's like, ha- that, that's how long it takes to kick in before you get the payments. And that could be, you know, 30, 60 or 90 days. And if you go longer, you might think, well, that's a big risk. However, if you have your emergency fund, that should cover you for three to six months anyway. So you can afford to knock that back and you'll still have some money. Like you've got to budget accordingly. It's a risk, but keep that in mind. It's a really easy way to kind of save on that. Um, and other than that, like there are some great incentives at the state level. So here in Victoria, we covered quite a bit this year that you could get 250 bucks literally by just putting in your address and then press compare. Yeah, that was And the they would send you $250. Energy, energy provider <laughs> comparison site. Mm. I don't know, I don't know mm. how that works. Similar thing in Sydney? I think we would, but that's pretty good, $250. Yeah, we did We Bad. did an episode on this and there was actually a website for the, the whole of Australia where you can, mm. it's like government rebates and incentives and you can just put like your state in and it will come up with a list of all the things that are ready to go and like yeah. available straight away. And there that were was, things like- I think that was when I got my free shower head. Yeah. Yeah. How's yeah. that going? It's great. I love yeah. it. It still works. Does it stay on when you turn the water on? Or yes. Does it come flying? Oh, really? You look a bit doubtful. <laughs> really good doubtful. water pressure. <laughs> really good water pressure? Yeah. I approved. My free shower head is great. That's good. Because normally they save water, right? So normally people are a bit disappointed. They're like, oh, I used to have this old thing that looked like a waterfall. Now I've got this thing which looks like a spray bottle. Yeah. (laughs) If I had one of those actual waterfall ones in the house that came with that, I probably would have kept it. Oh, you mean like one of those big square ones? Yeah. Yeah. That's next level. I definitely got like the one on the stick. (laughs) The The stick is very effective like when you're trying to clean. Oh, yeah. So good. Yeah. Uh. So good. Yeah. Anyway, 
We I don't digress. have any tips for cleaning. Cleaning okay. sucks. Okay, final final bucket for saving money is uh, saving money on pets. Do we have any pets, guys? Well, my big tip is don't have a pet. Well, and just I guess we can wrap it up there then. Let's <laughs> move on. Do you have any pets, Queenie? No, no. But I was actually An just staying with my friend. Fish, nothing. No, no axolotl. <laughs> <laughs> Those things are really funny looking. Hey, like the amphibian yeah, things. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They're quite catfish. Freaky. Yeah, catfish. Yeah. They're like, have you seen an axolotl? It's like a catfish crossed with something else. Mm, not for a while. Okay. Mm. You're okay, the only one with pets. Money too, anyway, right? <laughs> um, yeah, one of my friends, she just got a new puppy and I was staying with her for a bit. And yeah, honestly, they bring so much joy, but they can be very expensive. Um, I think something that you could potentially do is just um, just making sure that you are keeping on top of your expenses for your pet, just like you would yourself, you know, because they can get yeah, it, you can go a bit wild with the food. Like I remember when I was staying with her, we were like, whenever we would go shopping, we'd be like, oh, my gosh, he would love this. <laughs> we have to get this for him, you know. So I can understand how it, it could get really expensive. So They're like a whole to other it. human. They yeah. need food. They need toys. Yeah. They have problems. They have to go to the vet. Think of all the happiness, though. Can you they put a price on happiness? have to get a babysitter when you go away. Like wh- how much happier would you be in life if you had Something that would come up to you and slobber on you when you get back. <laughs> Negative a thousand. You would. Oh yeah. You actually don't like dogs. Like when there's dogs in the in the. I like the chickens. Chickens. Monique knows what I'm talking about. <laughs> when there's a dog in the office, Kate just like freezes up. She's like, "Do not come near me. Do not come and near they me." They always <laughs> do. They just sense you. it. Yeah, they like. Hmm. She's got a bit of anx- anxiety even, around. Even when I've been near family members' collect. dogs, they know I don't like them, and they yeah. still come up to me. Yeah, it's a thing. Well, anyway, on the affirmative side, we have Owen who says, get a pet because they're awesome. Mm. Um, get whatever. Maybe second guess your rabbit, though, because they are a lot of work. Your rabbit really? has cost a lot in Rabbits. technical problems. Oh, my gosh. They're technical so fiddly problems. and they're just very the fragile. Oh. Yeah, we had one rabbit who bit a cable. It's now passed on. Oh. Poor happy. Anyway, um, it bit a cable and then we brought that cable into the office, like fully checked OHS, all that stuff. And the... There was these two cables, right? It bit both of them, and we plugged both of them into power. And then it just so happened, like, through fate, that the two cables touched (laughs) at exactly the right spot, and it set the power off in the whole building. (laughs) And it fried a couple of machines that were quite expensive. We just spent two and a half grand on these, like, standalone GPUs. I know, nerd alert. But anyway, they hit. The thing's fried. The whole building went down. (laughs) It was more like... um, Lucky to be alive, but hey, that happens. Wow. Anyway. So, rabbits. keep your rabbits away from your good stuff. Yeah. Yeah. But they are fun. Like the big ones that are like huge, like bigger than dogs, they're hilarious because they just have no energy. So, you can just walk up to them and pick them up. But the little ones are like, don't want to be around you. Anyway, uh, puppies are also now cheaper. I remember during COVID, I did a video and I was like, everyone was worried about the price of puppies. And it was like- that was actually the leading indicator of inflation. Mm. So, because it's hard, you can't just produce a puppy in like a day, like you can with milk or just bread or whatever. To order. So, the price of puppies went way up because the demand for new puppies during COVID and happiness okay, went way up uh, and the supply was stagnant. So, that's inflation in action. But now the reverse is happening. Everyone got dogs during COVID um, and obviously there's still breeding happening. <laughs> You know, such is nature. Anyway, so now there are more puppies and they're cheaper. So if you are in the market, you could probably save up to 50% on a on a pet. Mm. Um, yeah, and we should give a special shout out. We spoke to 
um, the RSPCA. They're awesome. They're amazing. They have so many wonderful animals that could be adopted. So uh, if you are in the market, you will save so much money by going to the RSPCA, like potentially thousands of dollars off a dog. So go and check that out. Um, I think most pet insurance is a waste of money, uh, but there are some policies which are decent and you can go through things like RSPCA. Just be really careful with the T's and C's. Typically, they're really expensive to begin with because the puppies are most fragile when they're early on. But you're you're most you're looking at me like, when are you going to shut up about the pets? <laughs> no, like, okay, one final thing. Give me one final thing. So, um, when you th- when you get a pet, you can actually arrange with your vet, and they will often put you on a payment plan because they're quite lumpy. Um, as in, like the payments are quite lumpy, not the pet itself, although it could be a lumpy pet. So, what you can do is you can arrange with your vet to do like monthly bills and they cover X number of things. So, it might be like two checkups a year, worming, uh, vaccinations, and maybe DSEX, all covered in the same thing. And that helps people budget much more effectively because you know your costs and, and the vet kind of takes the risk there. But also, order food in bulk. That's my. That's my I'll my piece. Wonderful. I'm done. Very good. <laughs> I think there's a lot of different savings tips there for many, everyone. Did you count how many we did? Oh, way over seven. So that's good. Wow. Since this ev- episode will money. say seven. Mm. Seven. Seven. Value for money, I know. Free entertainment and free savings It should tips. just say invest with Queenie in the headline because that would be the most popular episode ever because, Queenie, you are super popular oh, on no, Instagram, stop. on TikTok, on YouTube, all You're around. popular. Oh, guys, love you. <laughs> <laughs> so where can people go if they want to follow you and get more savings tips and, and hacks and all these types of stuff? You can fi- find me on TikTok, Instagram, and YouTube on Invest with Queenie. Mm-hmm. And yeah, thank you cool. so much for having me. This is super fun. It was really fun. Yeah, cool. Well, we're so thrilled that you can be here in the office with us and in the studio. It does look like it's falling in around you, doesn't it? The office. Yeah, honestly, I I wish you could see it right now because it <laughs> it looks a bit like the walls are closing in, like one of those escape rooms with the spikes. <laughs> like you know, <laughs> no one's described it as an escape room. Before, <laughs> so. Although people probably get in here and want to escape to be honest (laughs) especially when they're talking to you does make make sense but we'll put all the links to queenie's socials in in the um the description so if you do want to follow up and say g'day to queenie please do it you have some amazing videos like honestly you do between you and pablo like what you come up with is awesome so people could be a lot better off if they just follow some of those but um yeah let us all know on socials what you're saving money on this year yeah yeah we need ideas creative ideas we want to hear them Mm, Mm. i like it cool uh, and that's about it from us. I think we should wrap this up. There's <laughs> <laughs> enough savings tips and enough us. Okay, wonderful. Well, Queenie, thanks for joining us. Thank you. Thank you for having me. And Kate, as always, thanks for joining me. Thanks for listening, everyone. Thanks for tuning in to this episode of the Australian Finance Podcast, where our mission is to improve the financial futures of all Australians. If you'd like to learn more, create a free account at risk.com.au forward slash account to download free episode workbooks, bonus resources, and take our amazing free personal finance courses. You can also join our online community by following the link in the description. If you enjoyed the show, what we'd love is for you to leave us a snappy review on iTunes. And you can follow us on Twitter and Instagram at Rask Australia. Kate and I are also on both of those channels. Finally, if you have any feedback, suggestions for episodes or guests to come on the show, or you just have a question for us, shoot us an email at podcast at rask.com.au.
Are you thinking about starting your wealth creating journey, but not sure where to put your hard earned dollars? InvestSmart can help. InvestSmart offers a free quiz that makes it easy to find the right InvestSmart ETF portfolio to help you reach your goals. Just visit investsmart.com.au and hit get started. Answer a few simple questions about your goals and how much you want to invest and you'll get a tailored statement of advice with a portfolio recommendation. You can visit investsmart.com.au for a no obligations free statement of advice. This ad is brought to you by InvestSmart Advice, AFSL 334107. For more than a decade, I've been hunting for the best investors and their methods, strategies, and tools for investing. After years in the industry, countless books, a few degrees, and 1,000 podcasts and live shows, I've rolled this accumulated knowledge into something called Rask Invest. If you've ever heard me talk about a core and a satellite, active and passive, true long-term compounding, or you simply want to know exactly how I would invest, now is your chance. Rask Invest is our new investment service, designed for all types of investors who want professional management of their core portfolio at a low cost from a team they trust. Rask Invest helps you automate your wealth creation and passive income. Simply click the link that says invest with Owen in your podcast player to join one of our live platform walkthroughs or book a call with us. You can also view the Rask Invest PDS and TMD and get invested with me.